0: All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is a new season of the show. Uh, this is no rights or wrong. I'm here with myself. PewDiePie. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm I'm Tudor. And uh, this time Suresh won't be here for um, for most of the for most of the season. It will be just me with uh, different different guests. So the guest for today is.
1: Hi, I'm Jess Davis.
0: <laughs> hello, hello. All right. So we were thinking about starting off by talking about a little bit about like current news um, and more specifically sports and, and COVID and uh, how players are getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated. I know one news that that was in that was like worldwide Worldwide kind of news is uh, Novak Djok- Djokovic uh, with tennis. Um, now I don't know much about that. Jess, do you think you could uh you could kind of start us off Tell us what what this is all about?
1: Um, to be honest, I don't know a ton about that either. But what I do know is that um there's been a lot of talk of whether or not he should be. Uh, he should be on for the Australian Open mm. uh, because as far as I know, he has not made any effort to uh, get himself vaccinated, which has put an impact on uh, his ability to play in future games and competitions because um, with a lot of the sports leagues, they re- like some of them, they really take the Mm. protocol for COVID like seriously so the fact that there are um athletes like him who don't really want to do their part it kind of like it kind of like sparks this controversy within like the sports world Mm. of uh of going about like COVID
0: Right. Um So I I'm, I'm reading an article right now and um it seems to be that he has an exemption right now for vaccine vaccination because he uh, he apparently had covid about about a month ago. So um I think you're you're not supposed to to get vaccinated within like 3 months of of actually mm-hmm. getting it um other then again like he had he hadn't gotten vaccinated up until now so there's that um but the reason the the reason specifically why the australian uh open thing is there's an issue with that is apparently um he traveled within like two weeks of coming to australia and his team forgot to like put that in the paperwork or whatever but yeah no um that's it's an interesting topic cuz um i also see this in basketball i follow basketball so the brooklyn nets um they have a they have a, for for those for those who don't follow basketball they have a, a player he's an all-star uh his name is Ky- kyrie irving and um he he refused to get vaccinated, and the issue with that is that New York law requires all players, all professional players to be vaccinated in order to play in home games. So because he refused to get vaccinated, he sat out most of the season, and he only now started coming back, but he can only play away games. Um, and unless he gets vaccinated, that that also continues – for the playoffs and the way the playoff series work it's a best best uh, best out of seven with games alternating so it's like two games at home and then two games away and then like one game home one game away one game home so if that's the case then he wouldn't be able to play for for half of those playoffs game games which it's um kind of sucks as a team because you have to change strategy every night like be, every night um you have like one player like who will be able to play and then won't be able to play um so yeah, what, what do you what do you think about that and just people not getting vaccines even at this point because i feel like it's been like it's been almost 2 years since covid started so uh what are your thoughts
1: yeah i i find it interesting that even two years, two years after the first COVID outbreak. And I believe it's been like a year since vaccinations have been available. I, I still kind of, I still find it surprising sometimes that this is still a debate because we, we've all seen how serious it's gone, especially with the different variants that are spreading with delta and more recently omicron. Mm-hmm. So um the fact that uh a lot of like organizations and like with the gov- with the government like it's still a debate what, of whether or not um vaccine should be optional versus mandatory or or let's just say with the mask masking uh, rules um I still I still personally find it surprising because it's just like We've seen how serious it's gotten, and we've seen we've seen the the numbers that it that COVID has done in terms of like cases and deaths and hospital, hospitalizations, and we've we've also noticed like the the effects of different um, of different actions that have been done, like with vaccinations. We've seen how we've seen how much that has dropped in cases and hospitalizations and sure the vaccines may not fully prevent uh, COVID infections but Mm. it is still it is still done a lot it still has a pretty significant effect so it's yeah going back to my point I just find I just find it very interesting that it's still debate because maybe okay maybe this has changed but in terms of of the sports universe or sports world i do know for a fact that uh nfl uh for football american football mm. um they have been a little looser with uh with their COVID protocols because um i if I'm if I remember correctly, I believe like masking and uh and especially vaccinations, like their rules kind of depend on is it by team or
0: I believe it a... it's I believe it's by state. So whatever the the state mandates.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Which yeah, then would obviously mean like different teams and have different rules, or at least when they play at home versus away, stuff like that.
2: Mm
1: yeah that it that also that also kind of like at least from from the way that I see it, because i am not usually up to date with mm-hmm. NFL. Um, it kind I feel like that would that would add just like a a whole lot of confusion because it's just like mm-hmm. the, the, like there like different different states have their own set of rules, and it's just like. I, I don't right. know it's a, it's a whole it's a whole thing with um the state with different states having very different um opinions towards this mm. towards covid and the pandemic and everything that revolves around that.
0: Yeah, I've seen specifically in the NFL I saw like a couple uh a couple news it just popped up on like a notification from like ESPN app that um it was just like, oh, like two players were found to have like faked their like COVID vaccine card um that they had that they submitted for to a team and they're like getting heavy fines or like something like that. And it's I don't know. But um yeah, I I have heard about about this and I just looked this up, but um I think specifically in the African American community, which i mean a lot of athletes are african-american there there's like a lot of like medical distrust and uh part of it like the big thing that, that came up with, there's a there was a study in the 30s that um basically they like the u.s uh u.s phs i, I don't know what that stands for but um Uh, they they essentially like infected black people without with syphilis without them knowing and then just to see like what would happen if you didn't treat syphilis. Um, so like just the fact that like they did experiments like you know they gave them an injection injection and it turned out to be syphilis like a lot of a lot of African American and like minorities tend to like distrust the medical. Um uh like medical medical field in general in the US. So I can I can kind of see where like where that comes from., uh, you know, it's like if that happened and someone told me like, oh hey, this vaccine is mandatory. You should everyone should get it right now. And uh, oh yeah, we just we just made it. There hasn't been that much, I guess testing or like seeing what happens long term. I'd be I'd be a little suspicious too, but uh, yeah. It's like I don't know. I I kind of understand it, just because be just because of that. Like some people do have um do have do distrust the medical industry, and I've heard a bunch of stories from like different people that got uh, that either got the wrong treatment or like, you know, like mistakes happen in every field. But if, if it happens with your health, then your the chances of you trusting a hospital again is are, I'd say are pretty slim.
1: Yeah. I, I find it, I find it interesting, uh, of how the treatment towards, um, uh black people and uh people i guess people of color in general Mm. versus white people i could i could kind of it's funny to see how much it differs because especially with black people like Mm. they have so much distrust in um in health professionals and on and honestly like to an extent i don't i don't blame them because I've heard so many stories, especially from like black women, black women who, Mm. um, who were going through their pregnancies and it's just a, it's just a whole thing that is just like, um, doc, like different doctors and nurses, they felt that these women would not be able to feel the pain, but (laughs) Mm. when they go through labor, but, um, but obviously they yeah. do because they're mm. no they're no different from um, a woman like me or a white woman, let's mm. just say. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of funny that uh, even in the uh, in the health in, in the medical industry that these stereotypes and this mindset is are really stuck in their minds. So um going back to that uh 30 study that you mentioned it kind of it kind of shows of how much uh rules have changed because now uh we take the like confidentiality and like consent right of different of patients regardless of their cases, regardless of whatever mm. operation or surgeries that will be done on them, um, it's been, it's taken very seriously with just knowing that the patient knows exactly what they're going through, because with something like that study, it, it really could take a toll.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah it could take it could take a toll when something like that happens to anyone just mm. when it's some when it's something as serious as uh syphilis
0: mm. yeah and it's not just it's not just the medical field i i a similar kind of premise that i read about recently that um facebook did an experiment with people's timelines where they specifically tailored some people's t- timelines to make them feel uh worse mm-hmm. and they may and they they specifically tailored other people's timelines to make them feel better and happier mm-hmm. and um and they they didn't tell the people that they were doing it so it was kind of like like any type of experiment where you involve people that didn't sign up to be there is like is just it's just mind-boggling to me that those that that kind of stuff is still allowed to to go on like face like especially like Facebook if you tailor someone's someone's timeline and what their feed to make to make them feel worse about themselves that's that I don't know that that's a lot it's a lot of distrust brewing right there you know
1: yeah, I do agree. Uh, social social media, with especially with platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the whatever platform uh, that people access and use, it they some social media platforms in general don't really help either with the misinformation, and it's just mm. like. That that on its own is a whole uh, is a whole other um, issue on its own, and to combine that with, uh, let's say, COVID, mm. it it, re- it really just like places a lot of skepticism on the general public, because it's just like,
2: mm.
1: what do we believe? What should we not believe? Um, it just creates a whole. It creates a lot of confusion, at least from the way that I see it.
0: Yeah, it, it has to do with filter bubbles. I actually did a, a presentation about them, about filter bubbles recently. But um, it's crazy how much data like these sites and these apps uh, collect about you. Everything from mm-hmm. like where you place your mouse, how long you keep it there, how like your mouse movements, um, like all that stuff. And like, if you scroll, how long you you like scrolled on, on one picture um, or how long you wait on one picture before you scroll, like that kind of stuff. Um, And I it's the thing is, it's not done intentionally. It, that's that's the that's the part that like most people have have like the most trouble with. It's like or I should say it's not done by so, by someone. It's not like, oh, wait. Let me, let me put like this, this, and this, and this on, on their feed. Like no one, no one like does that, but it's just like, there's an algorithm that, that collects all this data and pushes out, um, pushes out your, your feed to achieve a certain goal. Because the way, um, the way all machine learning and all AI is works is, um, you get you give them especially AI you give them sub ty- some type of like scoring system and the AI just keeps trying to reinvent itself like um make like make slightly different decisions every time to to like work towards a better score so if you really think about I, I saw a documentary recently and um there's one quote that um that really st- stuck out for me it was like if you don't pay for the product, you are the product. So in like in the in the social media case, like you don't pay for it, which means someone does. And that someone is, is like advertising companies. So the product that like Facebook, Google, all like they actually sell is you. Like they're selling the promise that they'll change your behavior by a little bit to, to like to companies which is a scary thought it's a scary thought that like the prime, the primary goal of all social media is to change your behavior in real
2: life.
1: Hmm. That's, that's actually a pretty interesting, like perspective. Hmm. It's not, it's not exactly new, but it, it does, it does, it does give more of a, more of a point of view, because Mm. people, people on social media, it's, I mean, social, social media is everywhere. It's not, you can't exactly avoid as much as you would, as much as someone would want to, but.
0: um, It's it's not exactly like you could just, get off of all i mean you could but like mm-hmm. you, you'd you miss out on a lot of social interaction if you just didn't go on instagram didn't go on snapchat didn't go on facebook like that's how people like hit each other up nowadays it's like but yeah, uh go on continue uh you were saying
1: um yeah i i was gonna say it's it's kind of a scary thought to realize what really goes into social media because it isn't it isn't simply about making google searches or Mm. posts or posting a selfie on instagram or uh, making a tweet on twitter there's so much more that goes into that because there are so many connections i mean Mm. it's the whole point of social media it's to socialize make make connections Mm. um and some of the and some of those said connections whether we know it or not are to advertising companies and it's just like they they get that through our our data and it's just Mm. like um it it's it's kind of it's kind of scary to see how these companies would use our data because we could never really know, um, right? If if they're if they have like malicious intentions with it, or mm-hmm. if they have like some sort of secret mo- secret motive that they that they have in their agenda. But um, yeah, I, I I just I just I just fit find it funny that there's a lot more that goes into it but not many people realize it especially Mm. especially like the real the younger generations who basically grew up on social media like with like let's say with with our generation like technology was just starting to advance but with the younger generations social media and a lot of the technology related Mm. stuff that has already been around. So pretty much it's been it's been a part of their lives right. for, since they were born. So to see so to see less the younger generations <clears throat> use and consume so much of technology and social media without truly knowing what they're getting themselves into in a way it can in a way it can be scary because it's just like they don't know what they're signing up for
0: it's just like especially now like it's it's getting younger and younger that people have social media and to some degree I get it because I, I think I got I had Facebook like really early on but like you know it's like didn't really use it it's just there um and then I think when I was in S- uh, yeah end of sixth grade beginning of seventh grade when i got instagram for the first time but even then like back then it, it wasn't as much like the the ai and the like all that like technology developed fairly like fairly recently it really started to see a boom in in that and just like for I'm a computer I'm a computer science major. I like when I look at an app, and especially when I see the ads come in, I'm like, oh my, like oh, like this is what they're trying to do with this. Like what I noticed recently is um, a lot of ads start to look like actual posts more and more. And I see this on I see this on Instagram when you scroll. and all of a sudden all of a sudden you see something, it, it has the exact same format as a post it even has like the, the name of the brand, like their Instagram account. And, uh, it's just, you could slide and see different pictures. Like it literally looks exactly like the post. The the only thing is if you click on it, it will show up a little banner at the bottom that says like shop now or something that, Mm -hmm. so yeah. And that plus the whole, um, the whole political thing, uh, cause that that was a that was a pretty big thing. Social media in politics, especially when Trump Trump got elected for the first time or the only time, I guess, so far. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a big controversy whether whether um, social media, and specifically filter bubbles, because the interesting thing about that election is that everyone thought Hillary Clinton was going to win,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that happened because the internet and especially social media, what it does, what it does to you, it, um, it sees posts that you, um, that you interact with and it gives you more of that and less of the things you didn't interact with. So it, it, um, it essentially just polarizes people both in politics and just, you know, the rise of like conspiracy theories, like all of that is because, let's say you're like a, like a Republican and you're more or you're like more right wing or like you're moderately right- wing you'll just keep seeing eventually you'll keep seeing right-wing posts and right-wing news on your media to the point where um, oftentimes it will just that, that'll, that'll be the only thing you see and you'll you'll be cut off from the other perspective just because it doesn't doesn't appear doesn't pop up unless you actively search for it. Um so yeah, and and in the same way, like if you're let's say you think the the moon landing was fake, there's so this or or the earth is flat or whatever. There's so many posts about that and so so much like stuff on the internet that if you interact with and you see it, you look at it, it'll keep popping up. And eventually, like that might be the only thing you see, and you, you might be convinced. And once if you're convinced, it's hard to Another interesting thing about human human psychology is it's a lot easier to convince someone of something than to convince them that they're wrong. So like one, one, one example of this that I've noticed recently was I was in my car with my my brother and and my parents the other day and he was like, you know uh you know humans on average like eat like seven mosquitoes and uh, not seven spiders in their sleep like." you know, during a year or whatever. And I read that, like, that's, I, like, I know that's, that's a myth. That's a, that's actually false. Um, you know, like, why would spiders go up, go up your nose? That just doesn't make sense. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, were you flaring your, are no- you flaring your nostrils?
2: <laughs>
0: no. It looked like. No.
2: No. <laughs> okay
1: sorry
0: that
1: just threw my me bad. off that was just like <laughs> <laughs> okay uh
0: but yeah I I I told my brother that I was like you know that's that's actually a myth and he was like oh oh yeah so if it's not seven then how many like 10 15 up no spiders don't crawl up your mouth while you sleep that's not that doesn't happen and he's like no way you're lying like <laughs> Like if you really think about it it makes sense why that spy, that you wouldn't eat spiders in your sleep but like if you heard that fact like so like so many times like you already got convinced once if you if you admit that you're wrong then you admit that you were you 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 believe something wrong previously you, you almost admit that that you're stupid that you were stupid at one point you know mm-hmm. uh so yeah once once people get convinced of a conspiracy theory it's hard to like unconvince them, you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah, i de- I definitely agree. And thinking about it now, it's uh, it's weird to see that we've been exposed to conspiracy theories for so long because mm. the first like the the first thought that popped into my mind is that some of the earliest some well, at least for me, some of my earliest exposures to conspiracy theories is like let's just say myths that I've been told when I was a Mm. child from either my parents or the adults in my in my life growing up like the the classic I don't know if you've been told this at all but it's just like if you eat a watermelon seed it'll grow a (laughs) watermelon plant inside your stomach and that definitely influenced me because that kind of just like a really scary thought in my head so it's just like because of that i've been trying i've been trying for so long to avoid eating watermelons with seeds if it had mm. if i see if i see even one seed in a watermelon slice i'm not going anywhere near it
0: damn nice <laughs> meanwhile okay. I, I'm, I'm out here swallowing cherry pits but go on <laughs> Well, no like re- real talk when i eat cherries i just swallow the pits seriously <laughs> yeah
1: sorry yeah i i, I can't do that <laughs> i mean I, I mean i know now i know better but like uh-huh. still i i, I can't mm. I, I can't do that but um i think the same i think the same goes for like let's just say chewing gum so I've been told mm. I've been told that if I swallow, if I chewed and then swallowed a piece of gum, it'll stay in my sys cyst- in my digestive system for like seven years before it can be.
0: Extruded. Oh, okay. So yeah, about that. About that specifically, like gum doesn't digest in or doesn't digest as easily in in the in the common sense, but at the end of the day, it will pass right through. So it won't stay, you know, just you have like undigested gum, like in in your toilet or whatever.
1: Yeah, that that took me (laughs) a long time, a long time for me to learn and realize. And when I finally did, I just felt so betrayed because no one has ever told me. And I had to find I had to find out well not the hard way but it's just like still mm. I, ha- I had to I had to find out for myself so
0: mm. yeah, yeah. Sp- speaking of gum um, I used to I in eighth grade I used to do this thing where I would I'd be constantly chewing gum and like like all the time and oh. do, I, I, I did the, the game with the teachers where it's like like, let's see if you could catch me, like, type stuff, (laughs) (laughs) but, yeah, no, there was a good, like, two-month period, but I almost got detention, because, uh, because I I was chewing gum, and, like, and and my my Spanish teacher, she was, like, if you chew gum again, I'm giving you detention, so that was the only class I didn't chew gum in.
1: (laughs) Wow wow two months i'm not i probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't have made it two days (laughs) i'm gonna be honest because i am like at least for most of the time i'm pretty much just a rule follower so Mm. can't relate
0: yeah um oh yeah oh speaking of conspiracy theory theories um did you know that the guy who who started the flat earth theory uh theory he actually just wanted money to fly rockets
1: <laughs> no way
0: yeah no I'm, I'm serious like he he really his hobby was just fly was just building rockets and flying them so and then he ran out of money to build rockets so he he post he posted on the internet it's like hey the earth is flat. Give me money. I'll build a rocket with a camera that flies high enough and I'll prove it. And then um, people gave him money and he flew a, flew a rocket with the camera. And then he was like, oh, oh, sorry, uh, I didn't go high enough. Um, I'm going to need more more money for more rockets. And that's how it started.
1: Little did he know he created a whole community of people <laughs> who who shared the same belief that they thought the earth, earth was flat that's uh. <laughs> that's crazy to think like he people will do, people will do pretty much anything it for their own benefit like I, maybe he,
0: honestly i feel like see my thoughts about that is if you trick someone in that way where it's like, it's like, come on, bro. Like the other person should have known the person, all the people getting tricked should have known better. Uh, I I don't even, I don't even think that guy like did anything wrong. He's just like people, he just found a way for people to give him money.
1: (laughs) And it seemed, it seemed as simple as that. Just (laughs) make a post, just make a post saying, Hey, earth is flat. I need I need some money to mm-hmm. make a rocket so I can prove that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people gave in, I think that kind of, I think that alone just kind of shows how how much that we can believe that we can believe in something without really doing much of research about it first.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's easy to, it's, it's easy to convince someone of something. Like you need like pretty much minimal evidence. It's like I said, it's hard to convince them that they're wrong. So I think that, that was just a case of that. Um, But also people, some people just give money away for like the stupidest reasons. Like there was a, there was a GoFundMe to to make Kylie, Kyle, was it Kylie Jenner or. Mm yeah there was a there's a go to to make her a billionaire You're just like oh she's this close you just need like this much like a little bit more money It's like go fund go fund her <laughs> oh
1: <my> god <laughs> not to, and then not to mention here she is now with a whole empire.
0: <clears throat> let me let me look up how much money got donated because uh Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, she, she also had another thing uh recently that um. Yeah, she she had another thing with GoFundMe recently. I just I just popped across that like um. Her makeup artist or, so, or someone in in her camp or some something like that had like cancer or some some serious like disease, and she started a GoFundMe for for them, and then everyone was just uh, was just um, was just like crapping on. It's like like you're that rich like the amount of money that you ask for in the, in the GoFundMe, it'd be a drop in the bucket for you. Like, why do you ask Why do you ask random, random like people to, to like give that money? Like, why can't you do it?
1: Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know that, but honestly, honestly, I'm not really that surprised because the thing is with people like the Kardashians and like people and people who so clearly have the means to Mm. um, provide financially and the fact that they would still try to ask their audience to either donate to a certain charity or donate to a certain cause it's it's kind of mind-blowing to see because well like
0: yeah. No. Go ahead. Get, uh, finish your point. I'll I'll talk after.
1: Okay. Uh, I I was just, I was just gonna say I'm not mind blowing. It's kind mm. but I was just gonna say it's kind of like. It it may it really makes you it really makes you wonder. Yeah. If you. What, what are you, what are you doing with with all of that money? If you're not going to just use it to for the greater good i guess
2: Mm. Uh,
0: yeah i mean one thing is i don't mind them advertising a charity as long as like they also donate to it it's like Mm -hmm. it's like hey if you're a billionaire like you donate a million dollars to stop uh, or to help with like um with like hunger like and malnutrition in africa and then you you put it up and you ask other people to also like you're you're essentially spreading awareness and using our platform like that's fine if you don't donate anything you just repost like or or you just like share things from like different charities and like what are you what are you doing
1: yeah
0: but yeah also i that's 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 something i'm kind of conflicted on the um, fact that whenever someone's rich we just expect them to donate money to charity like you wouldn't go up with uh, to someone to like a middle class person who probably who, who probably does have like extra money left over, and to so be like, oh hey, why didn't you donate anything? It's like, so in in the same way, I think Jeff Bezos got a lot of flack that when he he bought his like five hundred million dollar yacht, um, that was like, why are you doing? Why don't you just donate some money to charity? It's like well he doesn't he doesn't have to it's like it's it shouldn't be uh it shouldn't be a requirement shouldn't be um i don't know if i don't know if you obviously legally can't make people donate to charity Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh the question is like is it morally are you morally obligated to once you have a certain certain amount of money and if so then what what is that threshold when you have to start donating before you kind of look like an asshole.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, there there are definitely some people who have worked very hard to get to where they are now. Um, I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot about Jeff Bezos' story, but um, uh, to- from
0: what from what I know, he's he started Amazon in his garage selling books, and then it it blew up into what it is now.
1: Okay so uh I'll just u- I'll just use that as a as an example like he started he started out in his garage selling books and he probably like he most likely didn't think he would be where he is today and mm-hmm. the fact that he is one of the richest people richest people in the world like he worked hard to get his get his money I and I I understand that and the fact that he wants to Spend some of his money on a 500 million dollar yacht. I mean, in my opinion, it it is a little bit it is a little bit extreme. But to to in-
0: the yacht, by the way, has has a smaller support yacht. Just because the smaller support yacht has a helipad and the and the big yacht doesn't because it has like three big sails and you can't fit a helipad helipad on it. But go on. <laughs> oh my God!
1: <laughs> wow. I I mean, I was just gonna say, um, what what's the saying? Like enjoying the fruit of your labor, or mm. something like that. I mean, obviously he, people like Jeff Bezos, is they're really really enjoying it. But mm. I think I think there is a bit of a fine line, um, between that and just and just being. Uh, somewhat selfish about it because um, yes, I could, I could see your point in that people in the upper class, they shouldn't feel so obligated every time there is a cause or um, there's a specific charity that people expect them to contribute to, but it's it's also a matter of their attitude towards certain things cuz it could definitely it could definitely change mm. like change their people's views towards them because if they if they make a contribution and then they go on to promote a certain charity that they're passionate about then i don't see i don't see what i don't see what's the harm in that but it but if it's not, if it's something along the lines of them like i don't know making bashful comments about i mean what about whatever and it's just and it's just like they're pretty much dem- and they pretty much demand people to do mm. their part then that's a different story because
0: that's
1: a... yeah
0: yeah like i recently see uh some TikTok of AOC uh I don't remember her full name it's long (laughs) um but it was her being like like on the uh, you know how on TikTok you do like split split like thing yeah so on, on top it was her being like like i like if you're anti vet if you're anti lockdown you better be like four masks uh cuz like if you don't wear a mask like you spread covid and that's what that's what caused the, the lockdown um and like as leaders we have to lead for, lead by example and like um and i wouldn't ask you to wear a mask if i don't wear a mask and then it, on the bottom it just shows like it just shows like constant like video footage of her being in public not wearing a mask mm. <laughs> but yeah i get it it's like whenever you is like hypocritical stuff like that or i think what pissed a lot of people off is in the beginning of quarantine circling back to COVID now um when when all this when the celebrities were all like oh yeah stay at home you know like quarantine like self-isolate and people are like well easy for you to say you have a multi-million dollar mansion with tennis courts pools and like bowling alley like i have a I have a one bedroom apartment that I share with my kids. I like, <laughs> and then they did the whole like celebrity, like get together, like get, get your yachts like together and just um and you know, like this it was I think they've made it like they're supposed to be like, oh, we're doing this to come combat COVID, but like, yo, you just want to meet up on your boats. Like <laughs> it's it's fine. Just be honest about it. but yeah that was yeah
1: yeah that's uh i mean as as much as we should be past that like it there's there are still so many or there's still so much talk about people mm. being hypocritical about what they what they do or what uh, protocol they take Mm -hmm. to go about the pandemic versus what they tell people what they tell people that they should do Mm -hmm. because I mean if you're not living up to your word if you're not living what you preach then I mean what what's the what's the whole point if you're not going to live up to your word, I,
0: mean, I mean, yeah,
1: I get that not everyone's perfect, mm. not and like they're like I we can't expect consistency all the time, but as much as we can. But it's if it's if it becomes more uh, if people become more active that they don't practice what they preach then it mm. just so become it just becomes so blatantly obvious that they're like that they're lying to themselves into their audience whoever that might be no matter how big well, or small
0: right i i think there's there's two parts to this like one you can if you sit if you say so if you say something you act a different way that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that what you said was wrong you know it's just like but I think it you do lose credibility um definitely it's like you ask people to make these sacrifices to do this and you're not willing to do it yourself so it's uh, or in just in general whenever you say something and you don't you don't, when you, whatever you preach something and you don't follow through with it yourself, Mm -hmm. it's almost like to the people that you preach, it's almost like, it's almost like, wait, why, why should I follow this? Like, if you don't even, if you don't even follow it, then that probably means you don't even, that would technically mean that like, you don't think your advice is good, or you're not willing to do what it takes to follow your advice. So then why should I like type stuff? Right. Mm. but yeah go ahead.
1: i uh, don't know i was just gonna say i think the um i think the pandemic in so many ways it just put a lot of perspectives on on certain uh topics and it in a way it kind of just like it opened our eyes metaphorically obviously mm. uh to a certain degree because it just the pandemic, it just helped us realize certain things that we never would have, that we probably never would have thought that we had to come to realize about.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think if you're gonna have, I'm not saying there will be a revolution or like any any or a ch- big change in government, but if there will be it, it, then uh this pandemic is would be a pretty good would be a i'd say a, what people point to as like oh yeah th- this was a starting point of that like th- that this is what kind of set it off uh so i i get that um yeah just a lot a lot in terms of like the like not that we didn't know po- like politicians are corrupt before this um but i feel like it's much easier to ignore it when it doesn't directly uh, affect you, right? Like, I know a lot, like a common thing that, uh, I, I come from Romania, so this, this was done a lot. <laughs> it's like, hey, make a public infrastructure project, have uh, a company that you back uh, be the only bidder for it and award like give it to them at a higher at a higher price than um than what you really should pay for it and then you pocket some of the some of the uh, difference um like that's a that's a common thing like but when that happens it's like you don't know about it and you have a little bit less like some funds get taken away from the big pot of funds that everyone contributes to that like no one really knows how they're divvied up or how much like as as a lay person how how the hell are you supposed to know what that new highway is supposed to cost you know it's like you don't know uh (laughs) but yeah um whereas like here whereas like during the pandemic it was like oh Shut down, things close, you have to wear a mask everywhere. It's a law. Um, you're being for you're being forced in many cases to get vaccinated. It's it's stuff that like directly affects you, and especially in the US, where it's like there's a huge proponent on, on personal freedom above like anything else. That's uh that's that's a big like hit for public morale and public uh like perception of of the government like even in Canada I have I have an aunt that lives in Montreal and they were shut down for a long time like borders closed at one point and and at one point um they weren't allowed to go outside after 8 p.m like there's a hard curfew uh I don't I don't think this was like Canada wide as much as just like that like maybe either Quebec or like that Montreal area but now it, it it opened up and thankfully I got to I got to visit them because it shut down again because of the new new variant um right. but like we actually heard about the Omicron variant while we were there <laughs> funny oh, enough okay um like that that's when it first like appeared i guess um but yeah the border shut down again they they have curfews again um it's like even there where it's more it's a little it's more of a socialist country like support for for lockdowns is dropping so much it's like like even there people are are just fed up with and like no this this isn't needed the omicron variant is just a flu it's just a cold essentially like type stuff
1: All right
0: yeah anyways um i think this is a good place to end it actually we, we've been talking for quite a bit um <laughs> but yeah thank you thank you so for, so much for being on the show um to all the people listening if you'd like to support then just you know keep listening uh follow follow us on whatever uh podcast platform you choose to listen to this for on um and i'll see you next time looking forward to starting this new season off so see how that goes peace out having me yeah of course all so peace out everyone See you next time.